to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora Tefano. let's talk about rest, about why you need to give yourself a break and develop healthy rest habits. And for those of you that have been listening to me for a little while, you're already going to know what I'm about to say and that is that I totally acknowledge that I am perhaps the last person on the planet that should be speaking on this because I am a workaholic and it is a problem. And I do admit I feel like somewhat of a hypocrite for doing it. Normally I speak on stuff that I am getting better at and I think this is probably one of those things that I guess I have improved somewhat if you compare me now to what I was like five years ago, but there's much, much, much more work for me to do and maybe for you as well. So just know that I have done a lot of research on this because it's not something that comes naturally to me like a lot of the other episodes that I share with you guys. So of course, I've watched the TED Talks, I've listened to some podcasts, I've done a bit of reading, and I've actually learned a few really interesting things about rest that I certainly have taken on board, things that I had just didn't even, things that I didn't even know about. And I want to share that with you guys. But before we get into it, just a quick announcement. As you guys know, I have a new website. And if you haven't visited it already, it is mahisorensen.com. Something that's a little bit exciting and something that I have just recently added is a page with all of my favorite things. So at the moment, I've just got books and a few other products that I use around the house. But often I get asked about what my favorite books are or what books are good if you're trying to improve your mindset or get better with money and all of that kind of stuff. So I thought, you know what's easier? I am just going to pop it all up on my website, update it regularly when I find new things and new books that I read and I love. So check it out if you haven't already. And 2023 is coming, so if there is anything that you want me to speak on or any specific guests that you want me to have on the podcast, because I am properly getting into a guest episode routine next year, let me know. 
Perhaps just to frame this episode though, I do want to go into just a little bit of background on the extent of my workaholic problem. Maybe you'll relate to something in here, maybe you won't, maybe you'll look at it and be like, you are problematic, but let's just talk about it. So the reason that I am a workaholic, I believe, is that my mum started her business when I was about three or four and she was always working throughout my childhood. She worked heaps and I have so much love and admiration and respect and praise for her. I'm really proud of her and grateful to her in so many ways for setting that kind of example for me. Obviously, I've learned a lot from her and also from my dad and seeing the way that he's held it down and supported her and supported the business over the years. But mum's a workaholic and so am I. (laughs) And while the workaholic thing is something that has always sort of been with me since childhood, I really want to make it clear here, it's not something that can't be changed. I know that like anything, I have the power to change it. And I also know that I have not acted with enough intention to want to change. One of the excuses I find myself making right now is that there's just no time to rest when you're working full time and you're building a business and being present for your loved ones and doing all the stuff, doing the podcast, doing everything, which is kind of true, but it's it's a choice. And I acknowledge that I have actively chosen not to prioritize rest in my life. I want to change that, but that is the reality for me. And there's always room, I think, for all of us, myself included, in fact, myself especially in this case, to reevaluate our priorities in life and make sure we are giving everything back to ourselves that we need to. But I absolutely acknowledge how harmful a lack of rest can be, and I think we underestimate it. I know that I did, and I definitely still do to some extent. So as an example, as a very clear example of why I need to try to rest a little bit more, I started university in 2015 and I studied all the way through for my whole degree. I studied through every summer. I did extra papers in the semesters. If I wasn't studying, I was working like I was working weekends and I had my final exam on like a Friday and I worked for that weekend. And then on Monday, I started studying straight away, started my 13-week full-time course for bar admission. And then once I finished that, which was also like a Friday, a few months down the track, I actually had that weekend off, but then I started my full-time job from Monday onwards. And I just worked. And so I worked full-time for like a year. That's kind of how how far I made it along. But if you think about it, that was what, four years of my life that I was constantly either studying or working and actively not taking a break. And I thought I was a superstar. I was wearing it like a badge of honor. Everyone look at me. I don't need a rest. I am so good at working. <laughs> I am just going to keep going and going and going and I'm going to impress everyone. Like that was pretty much what I was doing. And obviously I was really proud of that. And then I hit a point where I realized that I was burnt out. I felt empty. I felt like I had nothing left inside of me. I was exhausted. I was having like a full blown identity crisis, quit my job, no job to go to. Like that's that's what I did. And look, would it have happened anyway? Probably, probably due to other circumstances. But I know that 
the mindset that I had that I could just keep working and working and working that that made me a valuable person almost destroyed me. But like I say, I've learned some really helpful things in preparing for this episode, things that I will totally start being more intentional about in my own life, that's for sure. So that's enough rambling from me, let's get into it. So randomly and unexpectedly, there are seven types of rest. I had no idea about this, so I'm going to take you through them. Have a think about how each of these seven types of rest are currently a part of your life and which ones you need to start giving more time and energy to. Kia ora, just quickly, those of you who follow me on Instagram or TikTok will already know that I'm obsessed with my desk bird standing desk. I purchased it last year and when I tell you it is one of the best things that I have ever invested in, I work from home and I could not do it without my standing desk. So I'm super excited to let you know that I have partnered with DeskBird and you can use my discount code MIHI to get $40 off any desk purchase on their website. They are an investment and trust me when I say I did a lot of research into the best standing desk before I purchased mine and I truly believe they are the best on the market. Even better, they've got free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10 year warranty so why wouldn't you want to check them out? link in details in the description. Firstly we've got physical rest that has two components it's either passive rest which is like sleeping or napping being stationary versus active physical rest which is like yoga pilates stretching having a massage having a foam roll all of that stuff that is related to moving your body. People who don't get enough physical rest may notice body aches, you might be sore, you might not feel comfortable within your body, you might notice more inflammation, you might wake up with a sore back, you might always have a sore back. Next one is mental rest. If you are someone who struggles to focus, struggles to concentrate, can't remember things often, maybe you lie down in bed hoping that you'll go to sleep but you can't because your mind is just racing and maybe even if you do go to sleep and then you wake up in the morning still feel exhausted you might be in need of mental rest because you've probably got a really busy brain I relate to this I always say that I feel like I have monkeys that just bounce around in my head Um, so something that really helps me it's one that I've talked about before is always writing everything down writing everything down on paper really helps Just taking 10-15 minutes to do that makes a world of difference because oftentimes the problem is that we're trying to retain too much information in our head. And actually if you get it down on paper then it sort of gives you that relief because you know actually I don't need to try and remember anything because I've got it here and that's enough. Number three is social rest. It's one of my favorite ones. If you are not getting enough social rest it's because you spend time with people who drain you who drain your battery who don't give to you in the same way that you give in relationships or friendships everything's always about them like there are people in my life that will only contact me when they want to talk about their stuff and I'm not really big on talking about my issues and sort of taking that to people without working through it myself and I realize also The people in my life that do this are probably just trying to find a way to connect with me, but it doesn't land well with me if it's not reciprocated. Have a think about the people in your life. Have a think about how those relationships make you feel, how you feel after spending time with someone or after talking to them. That will help you determine whether or not you require more social rest because you will be well rested socially if the people that you surround yourself with and the people that you talk to and spend time with are people who give back to you in just the same way that you give to them. 
They fill your cup. They don't leave you feeling drained. You enjoy spending time with them, no matter what context. Yeah, that one's a biggie for me. Number four is spiritual rest. And with that, we're talking about that feeling of being fulfilled, like you have a purpose, like you are contributing to something greater than yourself. Some people prioritize this more than others. It's something that was huge for me. But I think if it's really important to you and if you're not getting it in your life right now, whether that's through work or through anything else, you will burn out. So figure out how you can fill that part of your life and fill that part of your cup to make sure you're well rested spiritually. Number five is emotional rest. That is the rest that we experience when we feel like we can be the true version of ourselves, be real and be authentic and be able to express and share our feelings. I think this is probably one of the more difficult ones, difficult to identify and difficult to practice because many of us won't necessarily be people who are comfortable sharing our feelings, comfortable expressing them, even comfortable acknowledging them with ourselves, let alone sharing them with other people. And maybe that is because you don't know how to express the way that you feel, or maybe you were never shown how to properly communicate your emotions. Maybe you feel judged or feel ashamed. Maybe it's just part of the environment that you grew up in. Maybe it's a family dynamic. Maybe it's a cultural thing. There's so many reasons why people have difficulty, or perhaps maybe difficulty is not the right word, complex relationships with their feelings and the way that they express them. So if you feel like you constantly have to hide your feelings or you're constantly trying to mask them or that you aren't free to express how you truly feel or that you don't even know where to start because it's not something that you've given time to, you are in need of emotional rest. Number six is sensory And I feel like we all need a bit of this kind of rest because we are all susceptible to sensory overload. And as much as I love technology, it is throwing a spanner in the works for this one. I think when I was growing up, and I'm sure many of you would have had the same experience, my parents would always tell me if I sat too close to the TV, I would get square eyes. And that was kind of my only understanding of any kind of sensory overload. And I was kind of worried about my eyes turning square more than anything else. But it's pretty much the same thing. If you spend too much time in front of a screen, if you've constantly got noise around you, you've got notifications popping off, phone notifications, email notifications, work email notifications when you should be on your weekend and not working. If you work in a loud work environment, like me when I used to work in open plan offices, I struggled with that. If you've got 5,000 things going on at once, something else that I do, I don't know if you guys do this as well, but when I'm parking, when I drive into like a parking space or like a parking area, I have to turn the radio down. (laughs) I just can't have the noise. Like I can't focus. A real inability to focus is how I can gauge whether I am experiencing a little bit of sensory overload, but it can be pretty hard to spot because the responses are really generic. Like a lack of focus could be many things. That could be a need for mental rest. Maybe I need both. Sensory overload can also just cause irritability or agitation. And that could be linked to anything. You could just pass that off as it being a bad day. The best way to tell is if you feel better when you spend time away from your screen, intentional time away from your screen, or away from lots of noise and lots of chaos. If you feel better When you do that, when you spend time away from those things, you should probably do it more often because that feeling of feeling better is the result of sensory rest. 
And lastly, you've got creative rest, the rest through which we allow ourselves to appreciate the beauty around us in nature and art and music and photography and dance and literature and reading, appreciating these things. And obviously that wasn't an exhaustive list. There are so many other things, things that you can think about that inspire you, that make you feel good. It gives us a chance to load up our creativity reserves and find inspiration and discover new things. If you struggle with brainstorming or thinking of new ideas or finding solutions to problems, it may be that you need creative rest. And if you're anything like me, you don't think you're creative. It's not true. Like I used to say it all the time, I'm not creative. I'm not a creative person. So I would just not pay any attention to anything associated with the word creative. But when we say stuff like that, it's actually because we misunderstand the meaning of the word. Being creative is not about art. It's about being able to come up with new ideas or try something new. And that is something that we all do. I know for me, especially when I hit a wall with podcasting and with coming up with episode ideas and all of that stuff, I listen to other podcasts and I read books and I source new inspiration. That is my form of creative rest and it's really effective for me. Some other more generic recommendations when you're trying to improve your rest habits would be to start dismantling the badge of honor associated with working all the time and being busy. It's not cute anymore. And (laughs) that's a reminder to me from me. Next is prioritize sleep. Take it seriously. That's a big one. Sleep is so, so, so important. We cannot undermine how important it is. Establish clear boundaries between work and rest. Try not to intermingle the two. And as someone that works from home, I get that it can be really hard. Figure out what works for you. There are so many different ways that you can establish boundaries in terms of time boundaries or space. You know, having a space where you only do work, not bringing your work computer outside of that space. Having a set time when you give yourself permission to do work, but that's it. The next one, and I think it's a really important one, is recognizing that rest is a skill. It's something that you need to constantly be working at. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because rest shouldn't mean that you have to work, but pay attention to the times that you need rest the most. I know that for me, if I've had a hectic day and I've been running on adrenaline that kind of day, I will be super wound up. And like my partner can see it straight away. He's like, oh shit, I'm going to go and get you some food. (laughs) And yeah, and I will stay wound up until I've decompressed and I know that. So I think recognizing the signs within you and then figuring out what kind of rest you need, really good place to start. And then just constantly learning. We're always changing. So constantly learning. Make it a lifestyle and normalize rest, not only for yourself, but also for your loved ones. I've pre-recorded this episode and if you are listening to it on the day that I've launched it, I should be halfway through a two and a half week holiday in Bali and I promise I will be taking all of these points with me and thinking really hard, but not too hard because I'm not going to work myself too hard, but thinking about how I can meaningfully incorporate true, healthy, genuine rest into my life. Without rest, you'll suffer. Your relationships will suffer and to be honest, the quality of your work will actually suffer as well. So you need to give yourself permission to rest. I promise I need to, and I'm going to prioritize this for myself. And I would love it if you could do the same too. We're in it together. Anyways, that's all I've got for you today. On that note, 
I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you take time out of your day to listen to me. Make sure you do something kind for yourself today and I will chat to you next week.